What's up, everybody? It's Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook with football game plan here to talk to you about Isogenics. Isogenics is nutritional cleansing, which is a lifestyle upgrade. It's an easy to follow system that burns fat, supports body systems and promotes lean muscle growth. The solutions it provides are weight, wellness, performance, energy and health aging opportunities. Start now and transform your life by reaching out to health and prosperity coach Jim Paterno at jenrachelle at gmail.com. That's J-E-N-R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E at gmail.com. Or shoot her a text at 862-220-6611. She's also on Twitter at Coach. That's I-S-A-J-E-N-I-X coach. Isogenics, solutions to transform lives. And welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. And keeping with our 2018 NFL Draft prospect interviews on the line today, I have Marcus Johnson of Slippery Rock. Appreciate you taking time, man. Hey, no problem. Thank you. You started at Theo College, then transferred to the Rock. And, you know, it's a very good Division Three conference you played in, by the way, the, the President's Athletic Conference. What was the difference there uh, as you played as opposed to stepping up to the Division Two level? Uh, I would say uh, just a, a competition-wise, I felt like it, I needed a lot more competition because once I got the flow for the game at the D3 level, I really took off. It was uh, it was really easy, so I felt like I needed better competition and better type of environment to put me where I wanted to go. So uh, that's what made me move at uh, Slippy Rock. Yeah, a lot of people aren't willing to challenge themselves. You find a lot of athletes that will say, okay, well, I'm, I'm the big fish here. And I kind of like being the guy here, but I like how you went ahead and, and was like, you know what, maybe I'm outgrowing this level. I want to step up and play another at another level. And you definitely did that. You know, I, I was the, the color commentator on the 2016 Westchester game. Um, it was hot that day. I remember that too, boy. <laughs> Who was hot in that press box? <laughs> um, you had an awesome day that day. You had a 50-yard touchdown reception, uh, and you nearly scored a touchdown a game that season. Did, did that entire year for you bring validation or confirmation that you made the right move? Uh, I would say, yeah. Going into Slippery Rock was just kind of like a rough patch because I had to learn a whole new uh, system in a short period of time. So I didn't come in that spring ball. I had to come in and fall. So I had to learn the plays. I had to learn a whole, whole, a whole new coaching staff, a whole new group of guys. But when I went up there, though, it was, it was a whole brotherhood. I liked everybody up there. Yeah, people don't get, man, and I want you to, to expound on this because I don't think a lot of people understand when, when when folks talk about, oh, guy can just go in and play, but they don't understand the whole concept around learning the playbook, learning the guys that are with you, uh, learning how to practice at that particular school because every school is different. Uh, what were some of the, the difficulties or changes that you had to make within your own game to really get up to speed? The game speed, I would say the game speed was a lot more faster. And, uh, the, well, practices were slowed down, but then game speed, it was it was a lot more faster uh, than till college was. Uh, it, was it was just a whole new game speed. Just like I feel like a next level will be a whole new game speed that I'll have to learn there too. 
but once I got used to it, I'm uh, I know how to adapt. So I feel like I did real good going to the uh, towards the end of the season. Yeah, you put up some big time numbers that year. You had a really great senior season as well, and you talked about the game speed going from D three to D two, and then now going from D two to the NFL, but you got a taste of that at the College Gridiron Showcase this past January down there in Texas. How was that uh, mm -hmm. situation for you, and what did you learn from, from that uh, week of practice? I just learned that uh, everybody's going to come to play. I mean, everybody's trying to get to the next level, and at the ne next level, everybody's good, everybody's great. So when I went down there, I just took full advantage and see how the guys will look and how the guys will act and how, how well with them guys trained at other schools and how well I can do at them other how well I can do at the next level playing them playing them guys that was D1 or uh, D1 double A and I feel like I did real good playing against them guys and I feel like I got a real good shot yeah you do and one thing that helps you out is that you're a versatile player um, you re return kicks you return punts both very well you score touchdowns in both and you also play receiver where do you feel as though you're ideally suited to play at the next level because we know that there's multiple different receiver positions not just you're saying oh you play wide receiver you, you can play you know flanker split in in the slot inside where, where do you feel as though you're best suited uh i'm suited for wherever they put me at I, i'm gonna give all i got i'm gonna go out there early before after i'm gonna give everything i got before you get on the field to do what i have to do to keep me in a good predicament to stay on that team but uh i would say I love special teams. I like returning the ball. And I, I'm saying catching the balls, too, just another passion. I, I just I just want to get on the field. I, I do whatever. You know, I, I like hearing that. And I want you to, to explain the difference to people out there in returning kicks and returning punts because there's a subtle difference. You uh, yeah, I th sure. you got you got to be type crazy to return punts. You have to be fast to return kicks. What are some of the differences you see in, in both positions? Uh, returning returning punts is way more scarier than kickoffs because you got a lot more time. You got a lot more blockers ahead of you. But them punts back there, you got to look up at the ball. You got to wait for the, the gunner coming down here behind you. <laughs> but you just got to stay calm. You just got to catch the ball and get right upfield. You just got to have faith in your team have faith in your blockers and following them all the way to the end zone. Yeah, I mean, return to punts is a lot like life. You put a lot of faith in others. You put a lot of belief <laughs> in others. You don't want to get smacked out there, man. But you're absolutely right. When you, when you talk about playing that position and, and playing the game of football, it sounds like you really love it. What is it about the game that you love the most? I love everything about the game. I I kind of shy away from the league, man, how, how, how to – I understand the caution for the head injuries and stuff. But I love when I was returning punts or something and I see somebody come back, crack back somebody. <laughs> it's to say that too much now. I don't feel like it's too much. I, I love that about the game. Here hunting for people. They got to keep their head on a swivel. I just I love everything about the game. Offense, defense, it's just football. I love it. So this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm best at. So it's what I always did since I was young before I can give a step on the field. I played football a, a year earlier. Yeah, football definitely is one of those unique games. I think more so than any other sports out there. It's definitely a classroom, a physical classroom, I like to call it. But what is it about the game that you would say has taught you a lot? Well, what did football teach you? Uh, life skills. It learns. It teaches you how to uh, how to take criticism and how to get feedback. So I feel like that. I feel like everybody should play some type of sport to get some type of like football gave you a, a good structure in your life. Yeah, you talk about it, it 
it, it taught you how to take criticism. I think that's a unique answer because you don't really hear that. And you probably see it nowadays, let's say in the classroom setting, when someone gets a bad grade or a bad report or a bad evaluation, they tend to fold and don't know how to handle it. But in football, you kind of get that on a daily basis, basis at practice. Like how has – explain a little bit more on how taking criticism and using it as motivation or using it as fuel to get better helps you because you play football, just suppose what you see out there with, with other, let's say, regular students in the classroom situation. I will put it in a job perspective. If you're working in a job in a cubicle and your your head boss tells you something, some people might crumble or might take offense of it. But on the football field, you got whatever your head coach yell at you. He's mother effing you, all types of stuff, cuss words, all types of stuff. But you <laughs> man up, you got to take him like, okay, I, I got to do what I got to do. And I feel like that can take you a long way in life when you know how to take feet, you know how to take criticism and give good feedback when, when it's needed. Yeah, one of the hardest things to do as an athlete is to really critique your own game. Because if you ask any athlete, hey, what, what is it about your game that you think you need to work on? You're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm nice. I, I don't need to work on anything. I'm the best. But what is it about your game? Uh, let's put your scouting hat on. If you had to look at Marcus Johnson's game from a scouting perspective, what would you say you do well? And where are some areas that where you feel as though you can get a little bit better? Say my well is uh, getting in and out of my routes. I'm going to go get the ball up in the air and hand fighting, competing. When the DB's right there next to me, I will always mostly come down with the ball. But uh, I would say I need to work on uh, my work off the line, getting off the line. That's something that comes with time, too. That's that's all repetition. And I like that you were able to say, okay, this is some place where I could probably use a little bit more work and getting better. That's what, that's what coaches, that's what scouts like to hear. And that's what they want to know. And that's the fact that you know that you have – places to grow your game when you look at down the line when you're making the NFL or the professional level and it's time to reach back and help and, and reach a hand up to someone to help motivate them or what's one let's say one charity or one cause that you're big on that you want to be able to to help or start once you get to the professional level I would love to start the, the young guys early for the kids that's not fortunate to have their parents in their lives to get that chance to be on a football team because they can't afford or two or something. So I would yeah, really start trying to help the guys out in my community. I actually major in uh, leadership and I, I slippy rock. So mm -hmm. I take pride in that, giving back to my community, giving back to the kids. And they had a father figure in their life or had their mother around for them. So that's what I take pride in. You definitely have, have to have – you know, that, that mentorship, because that's huge, you know, for, for a lot of kids out there. And you, you probably know better than anybody how important seeing someone that, hey, man, I can be just like that guy. And, and seeing that seat, having that kid see that that vision through. And that's kind of how you got to where you are today. Um, speaking of today, I know you were training earlier. I know you're still training in preparation for your pro day. Where are you training now? And, and when is that pro day? I'm training right now. In Shenango at your city performance, and our uh, our pro day is March twenty second. Nice, March twenty second. Uh, hopefully the snows is not out there in uh, Slippery Rock. I know you hopefully. guys. Yeah, we get that, <laughs> get that airy, that lake airy weather. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It gets it gets real cold out there. What what's before we get out of here? What's one part of your game you feel as though is being vastly underrated? I I want to say I have great 
straightaway speed, but I have great sales speed. Like I, I think there's a big difference between just having straight straightaway speed and field speed. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. That that's what they call uh that's what Jerry Rice had. Like on a on a 40 yard dash, he probably didn't time fast, but mm-hmm. in a, on a football field, no one ever caught him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I feel like most people is underrating. Which is interesting because I find that funny because people will probably underrate that but ignore the fact that you return kicks and punts. You gotta have at least some level of elusiveness, speed acceleration to do both and it's just weird that people would look at that and then miss the entire picture that hey man this guy may not be as fast but you're definitely fast on that 56 yard touchdown reception against westchester uh last year and i saw you tore them up again this year i don't know what you have against westchester but uh, <laughs> you seen them put up. I got nothing <laughs> it's just every opponent gotta come ready <laughs> i'm gonna give you all i got and if you let me give everything then that's on you and you did a great job, man. Double-ditch touchdowns the last two seasons at Slippery Rock. You started off at Till College. You dominated there. I think your best football is ahead of you, Marcus, and we definitely wish you the best of luck moving forward, and thank you for taking time. No, no, thank you.